Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. If you want to match Ben McAdoo in the unemployment line, you can. Jerry Reese in the unemployment line, you can. Oh, by the way, somebody sent me a Ben and Jerry unemployment. That was pretty good, wasn't it? That was pretty cool. I put it on Twitter at How About a Fresca. Ben and Jerry unemployment picture of Ben McAdoo and Jerry Reese who were fired today as head coach and general manager of the New York Giants. This, of course, in the wake of benching Eli Manning last week, the horrible backlash that they couldn't get past. Geno Smith starts at quarterback Sunday against the Raiders and plays okay. Fumbles a couple of times, throws a touchdown pass. The only thing that was interesting about him is that he went after Rex Ryan in the postgame. Yes. Other than that, he was pretty, uh, you know, exactly what you expected out of Geno Smith. We saw reports yesterday that McAdoo was going to be fired Monday. This is what this is the one thing that no one's talking about today. How pissed is Eli Manning? How pissed is he that you're going to stop my streak 
knowing full well you're going to fire these guys on Monday. And, oh, by the way, Eli gets his starting job back today after the firing of Ben McAdoo. So they knew yesterday they were going to fire the two of them, and they still let Geno Smith start, breaking Eli Manning's streak, which is what he has left at this point, and now, oh, hey, Eli, you get your job back now. I would be so incensed. I would would just say, cut me. Let me go someplace else. Let me go to Denver. Show you I can still throw the foot. Now, LeVar, we'll get to you in a bit. Let me show you I can still throw the football stuff. I would be so mad. So all of this clown car crap happens, and you know you're going to fire the guy, and still I wind up not being able to start, and now I get my job back after the string breaks at 210 games. After the string break. That's just, that's just so awful for Eli Manning. I, I can't get over that. No, it and – we watched it unfold in the, well, what did he say really about the plan to move on to Gino and Davis Webb? Davis Webb, who was inactive for yesterday's game, by the way, and all this genius planning that Eli was still the backup after all of the all of that transpired and every current and former player and Hall of Famer and ex-teammate went on social media or on any TV or radio show and made their comments about this, you know, other than Ben Roethlisberger, who made it about himself. Everybody else had a comment <laughs> about the disrespectful nature of this move. Now, I don't know that any of us necessarily disapproved of the move, disapproved of the move just based on the, the fact that Eli wasn't playing particularly well. No. It was just the forget the stopgap to Geno Smith. No, it's, it's either it's, Webb's yeah. ready or he's not. Yeah, no, you take you you take Eli out, and this is the thing: it's a way. There's a right way to break up with somebody, and there's a wrong way. The right way is to have a conversation. Listen, it's not working. I'm sorry. I just don't not feel you, this it's way, me. or I just don't feel that way about you. And it's awful, but you'd rather have that, and you respect that person. That's the way you break up with somebody. It's not, oh, I'm not going to return your phone calls, or they'll just send a text and say, Can't we're break done. up with me if they can't find right. me. No, we're still dating. <laughs> haven't, haven't talked to him in a couple All of weeks. Costanza no, moves. That, that's what the Giants did. They, they tried to break up with somebody in a ridiculous fashion. Can't do it. This is why it's so awful, and the Giants are a clown car. Here's owner John Mara saying, oh, yeah, uh, we could have done it differently, I guess, now looking back on what's happened the last week. I signed off on that. But my hope was two things. One, that I was going to speak to Ben and try to get him to be a little bit more flexible about that, although I do not like interfering with coaching decisions about who's going to play, and I've never done that before. Also, as I said, I think the other day to you guys, was hoping that Eli would be playing so well that it would be impossible to take him out. In any event, you know, it is where it is, and you ought to stop uh, blaming Ben and Jerry on that. If you want to blame anybody for that, blame me, because I certainly had the power to overrule it if I wanted to. I chose not to do it. Yeah, you're an idiot. Unless the whole plan was, I'll allow him to do it, and then I'll fire both of them. Although, why wouldn't you? Just Gotta have the, a fall guy. Why wouldn't you just wait till the off season and get rid of Jerry Reese and Ben McAdoo there? The like I mean, absolute clown car from the top down. All of this, all you know, the Giants and the Mara family, and they're what we should aspire to in the National Football League for ownership. This is an ownership that let Josh Brown continue to play when they knew 
about the physical abuse he had done to his wife. No, no, no. We're going to give Josh Brown a second chance. But here's also a franchise that has allowed its head coach and general manager to completely emasculate a two-time Super Bowl winning quarterback when there was no benefit they had for making a move to embarrass him. The Giants are a clown car. And I'm so glad, because you know why? Because it's not the Jets. Because normally this is how the Jets operate. It's every once in a while it's we get that clown car reminder. But you know what? No. We're still in the in the hunt. We're still on the in the hunt page on CBS, We're and last. the Giants are a clown car. And, and it's and, fun for once. And yesterday, while all of that was going on with the Giants, you had the fact that your Jets were picking on Darrell Revis. So it worked out just beautifully for you. Good day for you. Oh, the, the Jets, the Football Jets. Football League. I'll tell you what. The Jets showed everybody on Sunday. This is why Darrell Revis hasn't had a job until last week. Because Robbie Anderson and Jermaine Curse just used him for the entire first half. They couldn't even put him out there in the second half. No, speed kills. And he sat on the bench. Yeah. Robbie Anderson, he made one move on one touchdown drive where he caught a ball. He caught a stop at the line of scrimmage. And he did two moves, and he went right by Revis down to the one. And I, I said, Revis is finished. He looked heavy. He's slow. Well, no, I mean, those, that... Step combination is a winning move in Dance Dance mm. Revolution. I can't believe you I, can't keep up with it. I really thought Revis would retire after the game. I thought we no. were going to get some kind of no. Statement. He got paid by the Jets well, yesterday. Regardless, doesn't matter. They're paying right, him but regardless. he's getting paid by the Jets. Yeah. But so I, there's something nefarious there as well. It doesn't seem like, hey, you got to sit this one out. Why? You're getting paid by the team you're playing. I mean, I don't know if you can even put Revis back on the field. I mean, he's done. He is absolutely done. Can he do a couple of weeks of really working hard to get in shape like no, Ezekiel Elliott after he was? He, he didn't work hard after he got paid a ton by the Jets two years ago. That's the thing. He stopped trying. I got paid. I got my last contract. I'm stopped trying. I really, I really thought we'd get a retirement, get an announcement. I'm retiring no. unless he's unless he's going to try to just gut it out as much as he can this year and then say, you know what, I can't do it anymore physically, and I'm walking away. But he's done. The Jets just abused him yesterday on the field when it came to throwing right at. They didn't go. They lined up. They made sure they lined up Robbie Anderson right ahead of Revis and said, "You know what? Screw you, Revis. We're going to do it." And the Jets win. They stay in the hunt. The Giants are a clown car. This is kind of a fun time right now. It's kind of a fun time, I got to say. How lucky you are to be alive right now. That's really what that is. New York City. The Giants and the clown car. Look, I don't like to see anybody get get fired. We have That's part of the job is watching the coaching carousel spin, and we've certainly seen that happen a million times over the, the last couple of weeks. The college game has been interesting when you get into everything that went on and now Herman Edwards back as a coach slash GM or whatever they're trying to operate at Arizona, Arizona State. State. Yeah, Herman That's Edwards kind of an back. interesting thing. We still have Tennessee. We still have all this other. But then you have the Giants and the way they handle the Eli Manning situation and all the outpouring of emotion from scribes and players and ex-players. And, and for McAdoo, you know, he gets he, he gets released with five games left. He should have been forced to suffer through the last month of the season for the way this thing's gone. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Well, it is over in Cincinnati. The Steelers come from way back, down 10-0 in the first quarter, down 17-3 at halftime. They get a field goal with no time left to beat the Bengals by the final of 23 to 20. Ben Roethlisberger, Steelers quarterback, did not look happy following the game-winning field goal. He told ESPN 
My thoughts are with the injured players tonight. Ryan Shazier, we're still waiting for a medical update on him as he was stretchered off the field in the first half. No movement in his legs that anybody can see. There has been no update on Shazier. Also, Vontaz Perfect was stretchered off the field as well. He is moving around in the locker room after getting absolutely laid out by Juju Smith-Schuster, who then stood over Perfect and kind of honked up at him a bit. This just 90 minutes after he watched his teammate get taken off the field. So a lot of stuff to get to, a lot of thoughts, prayers. Again, as soon as we learn things about Ryan Shazier, we will bring them to you. Joining us now on the hotline, no one better to break it down. After every Monday night game, NFL on Fox insider Jay Glazer joins us. Jay, you know, watching the Shazier play early on, it, it, it was odd to me because it wasn't helmet to helmet. It wasn't. It was Shazier's helmet. You know, it, it hit a thigh. You know where there's a lot of meat and there's a lot of give, and for him to go down that way, and it was it, it was just bizarre seeing it happen that way. Well, look, you know, the neck is not a, a very. If you look at obviously any X-ray MRI, you know the what's holding your your skull onto your spine. It's just it's not very thick. It get injured when you just compress it in any way, um, and there was. You know, there's no exact hit. If there was an exact hit that did it, then, you know, everybody can make equipment that would prevent just that. So it's not just a helmet-to-helmet hit. So, you know, it's still a dangerous game, obviously, and you just wait. You're hoping for the best, you know, for Shazir. And that's, you know, that leads to, you know, obviously the other hit. This is still a fraternity. Even though there is, you know, there is there's rivalries, you still got to be in this together. And one thing I do hate is, you know, Guys, so many guys going after each other's heads tonight. Um, you, you, I understand the violence. Of, obviously, I preach the violence all the time about it, right? And But there's violence and then there's intent to injure, and you just can't try and injure one of your brethren. Certainly stand over them and taunt them afterwards. Yeah, because that's what I have issue with, Jay. It's not the play because look, Burfick didn't see him coming. Smith Schuster moved yep. his shoulder to the, moved his head to the side, hit him with his shoulder, got him in the chest, yep. really screwed him up. But I mean, this is something that he knows. He knows Shazier just left the field, and they don't know yep. if he has movement in his leg. I mean, Roethlisberger talked about it after the game. We don't know about Ryan to do that and stand yep. over a guy. Boy, that that to me that was that was the worst to see. That that gave me yeah, bad absolutely. vibes there. Absolutely. In any way, man, you see someone get knocked out, even in like a in a uh, a combat sport, you don't stand over them and taunt them. You know, you gotta. There's you still gotta have class about it. And like I said, there's one thing, man, you try to impose your will on somebody and and win a violent sport. Another one is just being a you know a, a knucklehead and intent to injure someone. Everybody is still in it together. That's the way I view it. That's why I think everybody on that football field needs to view it also. You know, one one thing, Jay, we're waiting to hear. Uh, Aditi Kinkabwal of NFL Network tweeted out that the Steelers team doctor was still at the field and any kind of examination of Ryan Shazier, they would have to go through the doctor first. Maybe that's why we haven't heard anything yet. Is that is that a normal way things go? They always talk to the doctor first and then he gets the information out? We haven't had an update yet. Aditi Kinkabwal of NFL Network tweeted out a little while ago, the Steelers team doctor was still at the field, obviously, for the game, and any examinations of, of Shazir being at the hospital, they would then talk to the Steelers team doctor, and then he would let everybody know what the latest was. Is that the normal way it goes? It always goes through the team doctor, and then the doctor oh, yeah. tells everybody? Yeah, the, the doctor's going to go and talk to the team trainer and the head coach and the general manager and the owners and yeah, absolutely. You you gotta have the medical professionals, but also I'm sure, you know, with when you're dealing with spine, your spinal column, 
You've got to go and make sure you do all the, the proper tests. You don't want to jump to any conclusions. You don't want to give any false information. In a case like this, we really should be the last ones to know. And, you know, if, God forbid, it's something serious, these are the type of things that the family should, should know way before any of us should know. Certainly. You know, there, 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 there have been stories that I have been told in the past. Um, there was one with a, a particular player who, who uh, contracted uh, testicular cancer, and is a really big player. And I found out about it, and I wouldn't break the story unless I was able to talk to him first to give him the option to tell his family. It's the way I thought about it. And when I did talk to him, he's like, you know, I appreciate you asking that because, yeah, I, I think they're going to have a hard time with it. I, I would rather it come from me than anywhere else. And, you know, same, uh, went, had the same decision with the uh, Kansas Chiefs a couple of years ago. We had the unfortunate incident where, uh, you know, a player had told himself we held out on that name also. When you have a really serious situation like this, again, we're just covering football. I do think families should know first. Talking about the gravity of these situations, Jay Glazer joins us, the Jason Smith Show, Fox Sports Radio. Find Jay on Twitter, at Jay Glazer, of course, the NFL insider, Fox Sports, Unbreakable Performance Center owner and the founder of MVP, Merging Vets and Players and Touchdown Dreams. Find that at vetsandplayers.org. To tie this to yesterday, Jay and Rob Gronkowski on Tredavious White, yep. he gets the one-game suspension, and, and I tie it back to the even further to the Crabtree to leave what essentially amounts to a slap fight when it's all said and done about chain snatching, and they get two games to, quote, send a message and get everybody to learn, yet Gronkowski gets one where he can cusses a player who's lying prone on the sideline. Like, when, when is the league and the players, when, when do we really make sense of this? Well, there's a lot of different things that get put in. One of them was a fight, so it's completely different. The other one caused concussion. It was not a fight. Right, so they're completely different scenarios, and also there's a totally different history with Gronk in the league office and these sure. guys and, and and what they've had. So you have to have that into consideration also. And also with something I didn't know until yesterday, I talked to Dean Blandino. He said a lot of times when a player's kicked out of a game, that's taken into consideration. I thought it meant well, that means you're going to get suspended. He said no. A lot of times when a player's ejected out of a game, they won't get suspended for the next one. Because it's already as if they had been time served. You know, they had served, yeah, time served. Had had some sort of you know suspended time in the first place, which is something I didn't know. One thing, Jay, to get to obviously now, you know, we, we get through some of the big hits. The Giants, well, they yep. they, they fired Jerry <laughs> Reese, okay, and they fired Ben McAdoo today. We get the reports yesterday that they were going to fire at least McAdoo on Monday. If I'm Eli Manning. I don't know. I, I am bouncing off a wall and I want to punch something. The fact that they knew they were going to fire yeah. these guys and still I got benched on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And that's, I was one of the people who did report that yesterday on Fox Interval Sunday and I talked about what the uproar was when the Giants made this move, right? Originally, this was Jerry Reese and Ben McAdoo. Remember, and I, I will tell you this, and I'm not throwing grave on, on uh, throwing Turner Man's grave, football grave here, but. Jerry Reese has had some of the most horrific draft choices in history of any general manager during his time. Just terrible. And the same Eli Madden bailed him out of his bad draft choices that really didn't help build that team at all. So Jerry Reese and Ben McAdoo, they come up with this idea that they're going to do this when they present them to John Mara. It wasn't a, oh, we're going to 
we're going to tell him he could play a half and pull him a half. It was more of, hey, let's start to we'll play him, and then we're going to look, get a look at the other guys. John Barrett, though, he's just as guilty as this. He, he had a chance to make this right. He decided not to. You're right. If he, you know, he knew at that point, all right, I got to stop the bloodshed right now and, and stop the carnage that's going here. Um, he should have stopped it before they made that move. He, he should have at that time said, you know what, this is ridiculous. And what happened was, I also reported on Fox yesterday, it got so bad that so many people called. They were not expecting it. Flooding the Giants front offices and, and with phone calls, sponsors, uh, season ticket holders, suite holders. They actually had to send out a confidential memo yesterday or this uh, past week to everybody in the Giants saying, please don't answer back because there could be some ramifications, legal ramifications, sponsor ramifications. And then also ex-Giant players were preparing to go to this week's Dallas Giants game, lining up on the sideline wearing Eli jerseys. This was, I, you know, I started covering the Giants in 93, so this is not me getting angry at all. It's not. But I, all I'm reporting is the anger that I heard. And in all the years, and I live, I covered a lot of, Really, offense versus defense, bad years for the Giants. I can never remember anything coming close to as dysfunctional and messed up as how they handled this situation. It, this could have set their – had they not made this move today, that's what I said yesterday on Fox, that you know he would likely be fired. There's talking to Billing about firing him if they lost this game uh, to take the pressure off of the front office there. Um, had they not – this could – set the franchise back for many, many, many years, especially if Eli says, you know what, I'm out. I want nothing to do with you guys. Then they'll have the greatest quarterback who ever played for them, would never have anything to do with them again. You have other free agents who said, man, I'm not going to go do that. The giant way, the giant way is no longer. Um, Coaches may not, you know, they could look at this place and say, well, I don't want to coach in a place like that. It used to be like as long as you played your butt off, you'll be rewarded there. And that wasn't the case here. You can follow him on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. That is at Jay Glazer's website, of course, vetsandplayers.org, vetsandplayers.org, merging vets and players and touchdown dreams. And check out on Twitter how Jay shot 61 under par today. Nice. Not many people. Not many Jay, you should join this. uh, Forget about the senior tour. Join the regular tour right now if you're 61 under par. Unbelievable. Shot 11. Well, he's dominating. I mean, you'll take over the, the golf talk from, from Tiger Woods. Love seeing the my cause, <laughs> but the my cause, my cleats uh, movement yesterday, too. Vetsandplayers.org represented there, too. Well, by Michael Strange, Jeff Dinn, and Andrew Whitworth, and Justin Pugh, and a bunch of guys. Good stuff. Jay Glazer shooting an 11 on the shooting golf course 11. today. He's and a legend. 51 under par. You know, the golf course gave up after... <laughs> After that, good job, buddy. JB, good. We'll talk to you next week. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. This play happened just moments ago. A pass play for the Steelers. Vontaze Perfect, one of the dirtiest players in the NFL. Uh, Every time, how many times he hit somebody, injured them. He's a guy that's always getting suspended, not getting suspended. On the edge of the rules. Let's, he, let's just leave it. Leave it there. He absolutely gets laid out by Juju Smith-Schuster, and I have a huge problem with what not happened on the hit, but after it. Big Ben back to throw, looking, checks it down short. Bell makes the catch at the 41, runs to midfield for a first down, knocks over Drake Kirkpatrick again. There are penalty flags down. 
I think there's a penalty on the Pittsburgh Steelers on this one. Smith-Schuster may have been the guilty party. Vontez needs medical attention again. Boy, Schuster Smith's the one that put the hit on Vontez Burford. Wow. I mean, just that's a shot now. That's a crackback block right there. And uh, that's the one that was penalized. Under the chin with full force. I mean, that's as cheap as it gets. Yep. That's a jaw-breaking type hit. Boy, Vontez Burford now. I mean, he's he's getting a long-distance phone call, and nobody's uh, picking up on the other end. That was just right in the face, right in the grill. And then Smith-Schuster stood on top of him and taunted him. And the Bengals are bad guys, right? NFL? Yeah. They're bringing out a stretcher for Vontez Perfect. Bengals Radio Network on the call. Perfect is okay. He's walking around in the locker room. He was crawling around after the hit. I mean, he got laid out. Now, the hit that Smith-Schuster put on him, I'm sorry, but it was a clean hit. Perfect is running after the play, and he doesn't see Smith-Schuster. He's pursuing the uh, the receiver with the football, and he doesn't see him. Smith-Schuster turns his head away, lowers his shoulder, and hits perfect, and he gets him right in the chest. Right, doesn't hit him in the helmet, hits him in the chest. That's where right. that's where you see it come. And perfect just goes down. I mean, he got. I mean, he got drilled so hard on that. So the hit was the hit. I mean, that's what it was. The hit was the hit. But standing over him and yelling at him and talking smack to him. I mean it, 90 minutes after Ryan Shazier goes down, and you still don't know. You know they won it at halftime. I got nothing on Ryan, guys. Get ready to play the second half. We got to try to go win this game. There's still a game to go play. Knowing full well and that that was going on, still I'm going to stand over this guy, and I'm going to talk. Like I get it. In a normal cir- circumstance, everybody would stand up and go, ah, way to go, Vontaze Perfect. Now you know what it means when you get hit like that. Now you know. You want to dish it out, now you see what it's like on the other end. But this is, I mean, this is about just being a decent person. This is just about, you know, be, having having some kind of common decency to know, hey, my guy got hurt. He, you know, I laid you out, but I'm just going to hit you and walk away because that was the right thing to do. I'm going to hit you, and I'm going to walk away. But you stand over him. I mean, you're, your teammate may, may not be able to walk, and, and you're standing over him, and then you just saw the play. Antonio Brown gets speared helmet to helmet in catching his touchdown pass and draws two flags. Yeah, Aloka laid – laid the hit on him, and we've seen a lot of extracurriculars, a lot of extra pushing and shoving in this game. So you're on one of two sides. You're either uncomfortable because of this is a throwback to football the in those tapes and DVDs that they can no longer sell because of the safety concerns, or you're, you're happy that you're seeing all this, right? You're uncomfortable by it, with it, and shuddering to to think of what the next hit brings with a minute 10 to play in regulation or you're celebrating every bit of it. And if you follow social media in relation to this game, that's exactly where it goes back, right? The number of people celebrating that perfect was the guy that got laid out. uh, Well, at the same point, everybody putting up their thoughts and prayers for Shazier and for Juju Smith-Schuster, I guess in the moment, at least for a second, you can have the exuberance, but the, it lingered, right? It's one thing, hey, I, I hit a guy, and I'm going to go over the top for a second, but then it, it just got to that level of being a bit uncomfortable, I think, at this point, just the way this game has played out. And you know Cincinnati and Pittsburgh, most of these games, hotly contested, regardless of whatever the team's performance has been to date, 
or what the point spread is and all of those things that you're normally going to have a couple of big hits and a lot of talking leading up to the week. I think this one has far surpassed anybody's expectations. 877-99 on Fox Twitter, at How About a Fresca, that's Twitter, at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show, Jason, and my best friend Mike Harmon. It's, I, I get the rivalry, and I understand. Look, these teams hate each other. I mean, I, I always say this, and when I watch the Steelers and Ravens play, I feel like you know I can feel the hits through the television mm-hmm. because there's something that happens that way. Pittsburgh has always played physical. You know, we, we, we talk about it a lot. No matter who you are, no matter what your team's personnel is, you always play the same way. Right? The Chargers, no matter what, are always going to throw the football. They're never going to be a defense-first and run-style team because that's not what the Chargers have done for 50 years. 50 years, it's not what they've done. The Jets are always going to choke because it's what they've done for 50 years. It's, it's how it goes. The Bears are always going to play tough physical defense and run the football. They're never going to be a pass-happy team that you know you can see their quarterback throw 50 touchdowns. That's what they do. The Steelers are always going to be physical. That's what that's who they've been since the early 70s. They're always going to be physical. So it's no coincidence that these games happen during these divisional games. They're always going to be that way. And I I know that going into it there's a lot of talk, a lot of stuff that goes on back and forth. But there's just no I mean there's being tone deaf like Juju Smith-Schuster and some of these guys. I mean you just watched Shazier not move his legs when he got taken off the field. And I get the professionalism you have to go we have to play we well, have and I think on a, on a large level, that's, but that, is, you know that that's the devil's bargain. Is, is it because it was an hour ago? Down. Everybody forgot? I forgot about it. It's an hour ago. No, nah, it's an hour ago. I forgot about it. It's fine. I, that's that, That's really something. I mean, you got to realize that these are, you know, what we talked about at the beginning of the hour. What these guys do every Sunday, Monday nights, Thursday, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's why players don't like Thursday night football. My body has not recovered enough. I could get injured. You never think it's to the point where I'm going to be injured and not play again, but I'm going to be injured. I'm going to miss time. I'm going to wind up having a, a, a difficult season because I get hurt because i got to play a game four days later when my body hasn't recovered. you got to understand what happens is dangerous. And you know, for that just to happen, to be able to put it out of your minds, that's why I say help to the older players who go through all kinds of physical issues right now and why it's tough to give them money and get everybody on board is because current players just don't care enough because they want to go out and they want to settle scores on the field and have agendas and hit and spear when they tackle. I mean, Shazier, you know, they had the Ryan Shazier rule because he hit Gio Bernard helmet to helmet, knocked, caused a fumble and caused a concussion. And he tried to tackle the same way earlier tonight. The players just don't care. I still want to play this way. Nothing's going to happen to me, and I just want to move on because everything else is fine. I'm going to play this way the rest of my career because I'm young and I'm indestructible. Well, but that's the thing. It's the young and indestructible 25-year-old, 28-year-old, who knows that the time on the field and, and playing with reckless abandon that keeps him employed is only so long. They'll figure out the rest of it, or so they think, as they go. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Before we get to LeVar Ball and the Day in the Ball family, which was an awesome day. Stay in your lane. No, no, no. Well, he is kind of angry. Yeah, yeah, It's not the, it's not the, I'm, I'm kind of calm. And let's just stay in our lane. No, no, no. Tonight he's upset. Stay in your lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's upset. Uh, Good news on Ryan Shazier of the Steelers, who left tonight's game. Steelers beat the Bengals 23-20. He left after a tackle in the first half. He was not moving his legs. He was taken off the field on a stretcher. We got no updates throughout the rest of the game. 
Early post game, we did not get updates, but finally, in the last 15 minutes, we have gotten good news from NFL Network's Aditi Kinkabwala, Jerry Dulac, Pittsburgh Post Gazette, longtime Steelers insider Ed Bouchette, longtime Steelers insider from the Pittsburgh Post Gazette since I was a freshman in high school. Ed Bouchette's been covering the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, they have said that it is a spinal cord contusion for Shazier. Likely he's going to be okay. They will know more when the swelling goes down. One thing we haven't heard yet is that he was moving his legs, but judging by all of these reports, and Ed Bouchette said, listen, Tommy Maddox had the same thing in 2002 when he missed a game before he came back. Uh, likely as the swelling goes down, feeling will return to his uh, to his body, but it's a spinal cord contusion that is good news, and it looks like Ryan Shazier is going to be okay. Again, these are all news. These are all reports from longtime insiders, both with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the NFL Network. It's great news. Certainly uh, a much more uplifting postgame than what we saw for that three-hour slugfest. Some have said it's like the fight on the yard or one of those, uh, well, scenes from Anchorman where everybody kept showing up with different instruments of destruction as we saw a lot of a lot of time and effort by the medical staffs of both teams tonight. So Ryan Shazier that we're at this point where we're trending positively, a lot of prayers, a lot of notes from NFL teams, division rivals, right? The Bengals and the the Ravens immediately posting notices of, you know, support uh, for Shazir and go all the way down to current next players. I mean, just a, a lot of that fraternity that Jay Glazer was talking about a little bit earlier coming forward to make sure, you know, they were they were putting their support out there. And, and right now it looks like, you know, a little bit of power of positivity uh, moving forward. So we'll keep the updates flowing. Absolute good news we're hearing on Ryan Shazir of the Steelers. Meanwhile, the day in the ball family. We may have seen the last of the balls at UCLA. As today, LeVar Ball told ESPN that he has pulled LiAngelo Ball out of UCLA. The middle, the middle ball. <laughs> You've been waiting to play that all night, tight shirt. Oh, You've I was waiting. You woke up this morning and saw that story and said, oh, I can't wait to play that LeVar Ball drop. I have a whole wall just of that. <laughs> I was thinking that. You probably just, no matter what button you pressed, that was going to be it. Gonna be, I'm out. Uh, Leangelo, who, of course, was in a lot of hot water in China a month ago for shoplifting, he and two other players, uh, who were accused of stealing items from a Louis Vuitton store, a couple other stores in China. They stayed there uh, under, quote, hotel arrest for a few days. President Trump got involved and either helped to get them out or didn't help to get them out, depending on who you listen to. You are fake. So going to play internationally, does this well, well, does this mean he can follow in the footsteps of Stefan Marbury? Well, okay, or? well, he, let, let's 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 not put the cart before the horse here for a second. Number one, if Leandro Ball, <laughs> if Leandro Ball does go play there. overseas, he's not going to play in China. But he could get a horse meat sandwich if he plays overseas in Italy. Horse meat sandwich out there. LeVar Ball is pulling LiAngelo out of UCLA, and now it's unknown if LaMelo will even go to UCLA as well. LaMelo, who's the number 7 recruit in the country, still has one more year to go, and he is ticketed to go to UCLA now. That is up in the air. LeVar Ball not happy with the treatment LiAngelo has gotten since coming back to the United States. He has not been reinstated. None of the players have been reinstated. Quote, we are exploring other options with Jello. He's out of there. 
I'm going to make him way better for the draft than UCLA ever could have. I'm not sitting back and waiting. He wasn't punished this bad in China. We get back over here, and the consequences were even stiffer than China, so basically they're in jail here. There are some reports that say potentially he could go play overseas because LeVar Ball says, quote, he's not transferring to another school. The plan is now to get Jello ready for the NBA draft. Do you want to play me one-on-one? Uh, a couple of GMs and, and front office executives were surveyed about this, and they said we're not drafting Jello Ball. It's, you know, he's not on our list. He's not even on one of our deep lists. LeVar Ball just thinks that because Lonzo's on the Lakers, he can go undrafted. Jello Ball can go undrafted, and the Lakers are just going to sign him just because I'm going to say that. This is where LeVar Ball speaking into existence is going to die a horrible death. LeVar Ball, I say it all the time, father of the year. All right? You got a, you got a kid who now you've decided to end his collegiate career because you're upset that he hasn't been reinstated yet by UCLA. So now you're going to end his career. And maybe you've ended the career of your youngest son because you pulled him out of school so he's not playing. And now maybe I'm going to send him overseas. Now you are ready to do this, to have these experiments with your kid just because you're not getting your way, just because something is happening that doesn't go your way. You are ruining the careers of your two kids. I'm sorry, but I feel like I can say that because it's exactly what he's doing. Oh, by the way, throw on top of today that the Lakers put out a LeVar Ball rule that family members can't do interviews after the game in a normal spot where – Family members do interviews. Normally, family members and the media congregate in the same spot waiting for players to come out, and the Lakers have said we're not having that anymore, all because of LeVar Ball. What has LeVar Ball done the last couple of weeks? Continued to question Luke Walton and his coaching style. Questioned him last week saying, why did Luke Walton call a timeout on the final play? Lonzo was open for a layup. Why didn't that happen? Lonzo, who has been playing horrendously the last few nights. You had, you had a nickel and dime player dribble around him to dribble out the clock at the end of a game. LeVar Ball is crushing the Lakers. He's crushing UCLA, and I guarantee you at least Steve Alford is saying, I'm done with the balls. How? Oh my goodness, I'm so happy. I'm done with them. I'm done with this family. Now. How is he crushing UCLA? This is the biggest win for the program since 1995. What? That was one of the best tweets I saw all day. <laughs> I made sure to give it a special nod. He's so happy. Oh, Steve Alford's so happy. He goes, oh, my God, I've, I've withstood the balls. Well, and he got the two players he wanted are back, and Leandro's done. Yeah. So whatever anybody did on behalf, because there was someone with the ball surname involved, doesn't matter. But, he got the other two guys back into his rotation. But look at LeVar Ball. I'm going to make him better for the NBA than anybody else. He just thinks I'm going to say stuff and make them happen. I mean, it's. Re- I told you, I warned you, I warned the Lakers. I said he's going to be divisive. No, he's going to calm down. Magic's not worried. None of you were worried. Well, now, you know what? Now you got to eat a big reality sandwich. And when you're full, you got to keep eating it because this is what LeVar Ball's going to do. Because Lonzo ain't going anywhere for four unless you want to trade him and say, you know, we're just done with the circus. I told you. I told the Lakers to run from Lonzo Ball. Run from him. It's too big of a – this is not just somebody's dad. He's a guy that's going to cause all kinds of divisiveness, and that's what he's doing. That's all that he's doing right now. He has taken his family. You had Lonzo last year, who was going to be the number one and number two overall pick. You got your son going to – your middle son going to UCLA. You have your youngest going to UCLA. You're going to run the town, own everything. And what happens? What's the last six months brought? 
My youngest son no longer is in school because I don't like the coach. Wasn't going to let him shoot 50 shots a game. My middle son no longer enrolled in college. I'm taking him out, and I'm going to get him ready for the NBA draft when no one's going to draft him. And now Lonzo is struggling big time, mainly because he is getting extra from every other team because he's LeVar Ball's kid because LeVar Ball won't just shut up for five Minutes And oh, by the way, now things are more difficult with the Lakers because LeVar Ball is questioning Luke Walton regularly about things. So they have to create rules to try to stop LeVar Ball from talking. Really, the rule after the game, LeVar Ball's going to call somebody and say, I'll talk right now. Why? This is what LeVar Ball has done in the last six months. This is what's happened with his family's futures in basketball and where things sit right now. You tell me, is this moving in the right direction? Of course not. You're upset that Jello Ball, he didn't get punished as bad in China. You had a chance to hang out with your kid when he was under house arrest, when he was in custody. And you went and shot video for your reality show. So don't tell me about punishment, how great things are. You could have hung out with him, made sure things are okay. All right, you good? Because I got to go shoot this thing for, you know, the Facebook show was a big deal. So now I got to go shoot and have fun, and we're going to hold up big sneakers, and me and LaMelo are going to go have a lot of fun and do this. This is who he is, just so people know. This is who he's always been. And many people wanted to kiss his ass and have him on and to have him on the radio show because, oh, he's great, Ray, he's great this. This is who he has been for the longest time. Still never had him on. Longest running show in in We've all of sports land. Never had We've him on. Never called that. Never called. Uh, we reject- He'll never come on. He knows. He's well, he was trying on. to he call, knows. but he was blocked by Drew Brees. Now, <laughs> the, <laughs> you got to listen to the whole show uh, and years of it at this point. But the fact is, you, you look at... The pulling the the kids out of school, that happens all over. Got friends that have pulled their their kids out for weeks at a time for auditions, for shows they're never going to be on, or for different tournaments, or a couple extra days to go do this, that, or the other related to sporting or non-sporting endeavors. It's going to happen. You'd like to think that this is partially their decision and that they're in on the process as it goes. The Lakers... Luke Walton, uh, they're a professional team. When it comes down to it, they, there's talk, and, and a lot of people came forward saying, look, they this policy's been in place. Just It's been selective enforcement because you never had the crush at, like this, and certainly the style in which LeVar Ball goes about his business uh, isn't endearing him to, to anyone around uh, those parts. But you know there'll be a TMZ reporter or somebody just waiting outside as soon as he's ready. All right, is that red light on? Let's get after it and, and start breaking it down. For for the UCLA program, Steve Alford could just get back to work. Doesn't have to think about any of it. Uh, and one piece of data that I thought you would appreciate related to the big baller brand as a whole, uh, according to reports, Are they shipping? Have they shipped? They, they're shipping. But here's, shipped? The, but here's the thing, is that someone got into the source code and said they sold 750 pairs of shoes. Take 750. that. 750. Yeah. So up from 500 to 750. Yeah. Not 750,000. No. 750. 750. Not 7,500. 750. No. And, and they shipped them now? Are they all shipped? We will ship your ship. Yeah. And that he said he, uh, LeVar said he sent red, white, and blue ones to the oh. White House as well. Yeah. Really? And, uh, you're taking them out his word. No. Can you, where's the towel? I, I always ask for a towel under my place here for when the sarcasm starts dripping. 
and let's just stay in our lane. No, no, no. He's no. He's unhappy tonight. He's pulled his middle son from school. He's uh, he's he's the he's the mad. LeVar I just want to hear from LeAngelo. I don't want to talk to Lavar. I want to talk. Play me one I want to know. I hear, hear from anybody. Are you kidding? You, you think LeAngelo talks? <laughs> I don't think. I don't think he said a word. No. You know. Yeah. Can I, can well, Lamelo will talk. <laughs> He'll give up the goods eventually. <laughs> right. Twitter. He's the one guy that does talk of the three. Eventually, he's spilling it. Father. <laughs> Of the year. LeVar Ball. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.